is KGMI Connects with Joe Tian, a live local show about our community and you on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. Well, happy Wednesday. Thanks for joining us here on our open lines, open ideas, open comment program, KGMI Connects. No matter what's on your mind and however you want to express it, as long as it complies with uh, FCC decency and broadcasting rules, we're fine with it. Might challenge you a little bit, but that's part of the fun of having a discussion, is it not? 360-676-5464 is the phone number, and um, I am Joe Tian, and I am marked safe from appearing in the Jeffrey Epstein court documents that are we've been uh, told are going to be released today. Or I, I think uh, CNN says they were publicly released, but uh, haven't been any specific reports on them yet. As far as the names, some 200 names uh, expected to be found in those documents. Names of people that were somehow associated with Jeffrey Epstein, the prolific and happily gone <laughs> sex offender. But um, yeah, so uh, I, I mean, if somebody appears on that list, are they are they immediately tainted? I mean, we wouldn't know, I guess, specifically what that person may have done, but just by their association with this guy, uh, would they be um, in your mind, would they be would they be over? I mean, as far as uh, having any respect or any um, right to to uh, you know, any kind of uh, uh, whether because they'll be public figures, many anyway. Um, so, you know, how would you react to uh, someone showing up on this list, especially someone that you may respect? Well, um, but uh, well, let's let's get started with our friend Jim in Seattle. He usually uh, is calling before the show starts, and uh, Jim will will get rolling with you. Okay, that's a lot of pressure on uh, putting is, you in there. Yeah, so, I am. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's see if I can respond here. Uh, I watched uh, Fox News last night. I keep track of both par- uh, uh, sides of the aisle, as well as I'm further left than them. Of course, you probably know that. Uh, uh-huh. But uh, Lori Ingram is out there. She's been on a long time, so I find the rhetoric becoming more and more phony and false and false. Uh, she said that uh, the plutocracy wants a Biden-Haley matchup, and she's uh, pretty much for Trump. She'll offer a little bit of good um, uh, descriptions to some of the other candidates, but she's a Trumper, I'm pretty sure. And so how could that be that the plutocracy, which means ruled by the wealthy, somehow wants someone other than Trump? What, you know, what sense, you know? I don't know. Is that making sense at all? My uh, argument, or um, yeah, I don't. I hmm, government by the wealthy, a plutocracy. Yeah. Uh, so if she's a, for Trump, how is she not for the plutocracy? Uh, you know. So I, I isn't. Or, yeah, or is I guess a, Trump could be considered uh, a member of the wealthy elite. I mean, he's a, he's a former president. You don't get much more elite than that. Um, yes. But, um, and she said in kind of condescending tones, you know, like the plutocracy is evil. So therefore, Trump would be evil because he is essentially a plutocrat. He, and he, what was his program? He cut corporate taxes and he drew a $8 trillion deficit during his time, added $8 trillion to the debt. And so uh, he's hardly a man of the people. So they say that a lot, too. But anyway, so I was going to talk about Alicia Menendez. Um, She's on MSNBC. She says, and I take it seriously, we will know by the end of 2024 whether democracy lives or dies. So she may have meant Filipina or the Philippines, but I think she means us, too. And there hasn't been or will be a massive effort by MSNBC, the capitalist station, to offer anything to get the hundred and some odd, hundred million people that don't vote to vote. I'm glad the turnout has increased. I am there. There is William Barber, a reverend, a black man in North Carolina, I believe, who has something called the Poor People's Campaign. So I think that's already accounted for in the quotas or the uh, statistics of the last major election, although I, I'm sure he'd want to uh, 
make that go further, uh, get more on his side. But, uh, you know, because I, I think uh, there's something known as the Tenacious Center, which is represented by MSNBC, CNN, and so forth. Um, they they don't really want to make any uh, giving in uh, financially or anything. They're all kind of well-paid and professionals and all that. And I don't think they want to give in as far as uh, helping out the poor. They want to kind of keep them out of sight, out of mind. And uh, so I think we need to be taking that into consideration. And the thing I'll leave you with is that uh, we'll keep uh, thinking very hard about who to vote for. I think Cornell West is clearly the best candidate, but Donald Trump is clearly the worst candidate. So if that means we have to and we should take time learning uh, what they have to say or listening, and then we'll have to make a tough choice maybe in, uh, as election time uh, gets there. So Why would Cornell uh, West be the best candidate for – why would he make the, the best president out of uh, the names that have been tossed about out there? I, I don't. Well, I mean, he's I, better I for the poor. I know that. And right. also the environment, the okay. environment of uh, Joe Biden has been uh, uh, signing off on some pipeline deals that are really uh, going against what the people in the party want. And so um, Cornell West, you know, he's not a politician, but he's been a, a school uh, professor, very eloquent. And also what I said uh, before is his program essentially did mean getting the 100 million poor, mostly poor people to, to support him. But he gets no airplay. And his program was essentially that I've heard a lot more than this, but at the basic level, it was uh, abolishing and not uh, chipping away at uh, both poverty and homelessness, which is a, a real problem in the homeless. You can tell that just from some of your callers that call in and but what that, you've talked about. I'll too. be honest, that to me sounds more like someone who might... Um better occupy, say, a cabinet uh, position, uh, someone who would address those specific issues. The president has to deal with a lot of different issues, including you know international relations and conflict yeah. and uh, you know, commanding the military and, I mean, just uh, any, any number of things and, and be pretty proficient at it. Um, but just, you know, I'd get your thoughts on that. But thanks, Jim. Thanks for having me. You bet, as always, for sure. Uh, let's go to our friend John in Ferndale. Hi, John. How you doing, Joe? I'm um, doing well. Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, you know, it's funny how someone can be so talented in one area, but such a moron in another. Okay. Well, and I'm talking about our boy, Aaron Rodgers. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. Okay, so... Um, yeah, he uh, went on some podcast, as he's prone to do with these two other uh, guys. They talk to sports mm-hmm. and all this, and uh, he makes a comment about how he's got a bottle of scotch. He's going to pop open once um, the Jeffrey Epstein list is published because he just knows Jimmy Kimmel's on it. And, you know, he, yeah. it, it's like, okay, are you kidding? Oh, no, he's being serious. Oh, no, he's Aaron Rodgers. He's a nut. You never know what he's going to say. So Jimmy... Jimmy Kimmel sent him back a, a letter saying, you know, he never never met Epstein, never flew on his plane, and uh, if he keeps it up, because, you know, he's endangering him and his family, uh, he, he's going to sue him. And anyway, just like I also heard this thing where this guy was talking about when well, the first time he met Aaron Rodgers, and he, he was a football player, he was going in there, and this is work. And, you know, I, rem- I remember when I was in the Navy, um, as you get higher in rank, you're expected to be a leader, uh-huh. like Aaron Rodgers, right? Right. And so they have you take this leadership management training where you, you know, you learn about people's basic needs, right? Like somebody's going to be distracted if they're still worried about their housing and whatever. One of the things that they stress about this is that you don't talk religion and politics at work. So the first thing that this guy does when he's he, he goes in there I, I, and he's going to be like a receiver or something anyway, he's going to meet the great Aaron Rodgers. Before they even start there at work, before they start talking about anything, Aaron Rodgers says, you know, 9-11 was an inside job. And all these conspiracies <laughs> that he makes this guy. And it's like, oh, brother. You know, but anyway, he, you know, he's, uh, uh, he is quite something. Between him and Brett Favre, I mean, Green Bay can't catch a break. 
Well, just, they they got a lot of great quarterbacking out of the, those two. So I'll, I'll take that. Being, yeah. a, being a Green Bay fan, yeah, I mean, and Aaron, yeah, he he says a bunch of nutty stuff. In my mind, I think he's uh, he uh, you know takes on uh, many of these conspiracy theories. And I guess it kind of goes back to my not to my original question about the Jeffrey Epstein list, but about people in general. You know, yeah, I, I'm thinking of. Um, People who do great things but have, are are failed or faulty human beings. I mean, you think about a Michael Jackson or um, other people like that who have uh, who have you know created great art, or in Aaron Rodgers' case, have been a great quarterback or have done other really good things. Does because of their personal failings, do we throw all of that out? And uh, you know, yes. I mean. Yes. I, we yes, do. We do. Okay. yes, we do. Yes, we do, Joe. Yes, we do. In every case? All of them. Okay. Absolutely. So one of my favorite songs to do at karaoke was Brown Eyed Girl by Van, Van Morrison. Uh-huh. And when him and Eric Clapton started up concerts and became anti-vaxxers and got people to go out and spread COVID and death, I, I will never listen to Eric Clapton or Van Morrison ever again. Okay. They can go to hell. Okay. Because public health is that important. Like, we lost over a million people, 500,000 of which are directly laid at the, at the doorstep of our former president oh, because well. of the way he mismanaged the pandemic. And, Joe, you know I'm right. He refused to wear a mask. He, right, but he I don't know that you can. The virus. He told Bob Woodward, this thing is terrible, Bob. And Bob Woodward, he can go to hell, too sitting on that information. And if Bill Clinton is, is on that Jeffrey Epstein list, he can share a jail cell right along with Trump, because if you watch, like, videos on MSNBC, right, they will show you Trump is partying with Epstein. All these did, like, there's, like, five different shots of, of him over the years when they were buddy-buddy, right? And he's whispering in Epstein's ear, and they're listening to crummy disco music and scoping out girls, and, and then Trump is dancing with him, right? And, and he's one of those, those guys where he's, like, handsy while he's dancing. He doesn't have, like, a move. He doesn't count the beats, whatever. He's just, like, trying to get his okay. hands in spots okay. where, you know, okay. I, I mean, I, so I, I, I just hope gist, that John. they both share, share a jail cell. Uh, okay. All right. Him and Clinton. Uh, okay. It's All right. Ball. Okay. There we have that judgment call. We'll take a quick break and be back with more, uh, including your judgment call here on KGMI Connects 360-676-5464. Whatever's on your mind. Now you can mow, dig, grade, haul, and more with the perfect solution for your property, a Branson tractor. Save your back and your wallet with one of our compact but powerful tractors here at Farmers Equipment Company. Stop by and choose from our full line of Bransons to take on your toughest tasks. With tractors from 19 to 55 horsepower, we have a Branson compact or utility tractor that is perfect for you. Want to use a rotary cutter to tame that tall brush on your property? You can do that. What about snagging a scoop from that pile of gravel to maintain your driveway free of potholes? You can do that too. Branson's six-year warranty along with our factory trained technicians will make sure your new tractor is always running great. Get the tractor you want and the peace of mind you need at Farmers Equipment Company. To learn more, visit us online at FarmersEquip.com or stop by our locations in Linden or Burlington today. Farmers Equipment Company, serving the Pacific Northwest for over 86 years. Wilson's Furniture's winter sale is going on now. Your chance to save store-wide on living, dining, bedroom furniture and mattresses at the best prices of the year. Stop at Wilson's Furniture today. It's Wilson's Furniture's annual winter sale going on now. Wilson's on Pacific Highway in Ferndale. The YMCA is just a starting line. For the true self blooms only when we find our purpose, what makes us tick below the surface. Why is the before-work hustle an after-school home? A section of my block, a corner to call my own. With my why, I stand strong, seen and supported all along. It's a million faces in a mirror and everyone belongs. Find your why. Join today at YMCA.org for a better us. CHS Northwest specializes in timely deliveries of warmth, comfort, safety, and savings. CHS Northwest is now delivering propane in your neighborhood. Call today and sign up for a whole new service experience for your propane. CHS Northwest, everything you need for home and farm. 
Cash in on nostalgia. Barron's historic payback program is back and bigger than ever. Heating, cooling, and more. Save on everything Barron installs. Get $100 towards your new purchase for each year of your equipment's age. That's right. The older the equipment, the more you'll save. So many things get better with age. Unfortunately, your HVAC system isn't one of them. Until now. During Barron's payback program, earn up to $6,000 when you upgrade to a high-efficiency heat pump. Spoiler alert, two lucky customers win free installations, including the customer with the oldest furnace. There's more. The first 10 customer installations snag a $500 Costco shop card. The next 40 get a $200 shop card. That's 50 happy folks. Good things come to those who wait, but don't wait too long. Call today. Barron's payback program is happening now through January 31st. Barron, your full-service HVAC electrical and plumbing contractor. Our mission, improving lives. No purchase necessary. Visit BarronHeating.com for details. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects. 360-676-5464. Great to have you with us here on this Wednesday afternoon. And let's go down to Anna Cordes and our friend Jackie. Hi, Jackie. Hello there. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Yeah. Yeah. Um... I, I couldn't stand it. I wasn't going to call, but John just drives me crazy with Trump, Trump, Trump. Oh, <laughs> he was responsible for all the deaths from COVID. Uh, what's he saying about all the illegals, the caravans of people, thousands and thousands that are coming and how many are dying? And they're going to be, what's going to happen to them I saw uh, the other night where they're dumping busloads of them in Walmart parking lot somewhere, and they're standing there. They've got nothing to eat. They're begging people for money, and nobody's there to help them. Uh, And I also heard that we're getting diseases brought in now. You know they're not testing all these people. And well, you, you know, you have to remember though that not that not everybody who is encountered by the the border patrol is allowed in. Um, people who claim asylum are, but people who are apprehended just crossing the border illegally are then sent back. They're sent back across the border. There, yeah. you know, the numbers that we hear are the number of people that are at, are encountered and apprehended by border patrol. Well, what about? Okay, they don't have enough people to vent them, right. and thousands and thousands are headed this way. Uh, you know a lot of them are getting over, and uh, the ones that are getting over, they can do a lot of damage. They they know that a lot of them are coming from countries that hate us, so, uh, you know, I, it okay. cracks me up when people worry about Oh, the environment and all that. I think we got a bigger problem coming up. Uh, how are we going to feed these people? And how are we going to give them the health care they need? They're going to break down all of our services. So anyway, okay. um, I, uh, I just think uh, uh, Biden is the worst, and he's ruining our country. So John will... Hate me for that, but uh, nah. you can just open your eyes. <laughs> All right, Jackie. Thanks for your call. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. <laughs> All right, take care. But uh, let's go to uh, Rich in Ferndale's been hanging on. Hi, Rich. How's it going today, Joe? I'm doing all right. Doing all right. I appreciate your comment about Aaron Rodgers being good at one thing and not at another, and do we throw him out? And, of course, John says, oh, yeah, we throw him totally out, and these people can go to hell and Trump and blah, blah, blah. Well, who did the warp speed in the vaccine that John loves and the left loves? Oh, that was Trump. And who decided to try to isolate us from China early on with blocking the flights from China? Oh, that was Trump. And, of course, he was called racist for that. And then Nancy Pelosi, Pelosi right away said, oh, come to Chinatown. It's safe. It's fine, blah, blah, when we know for a fact the disease did come from China. And the very smartest thing we could have done is had a travel ban from China immediately. That would have given us time. 
we didn't well, shut we that were off hearing about and, yeah, but I mean, it's one thing to make make no, that no, no. because there's, there's I mean fact, that Joe. if there was going the to be an effective travel ban, quote unquote, it would have had to happen because we were reporting on the, what was happening in China, as I recall, we were in like in December of 2019, yeah, December, January, yep. And and this it was this and there were there were good. massive lockdowns in China and no nobody yep. did anything on this end and so well, Trump, if there I was going to be. Didn't he ban? Didn't he try to stop the flight? I'd have to look and see what the exact timeline on that was. I don't think it was but January. Sooner would have but, been better. Uh huh. Well, that would have been the best thing. That would have bought us a lot of time. Do you think that really we, would have, with everything that we get from Asia and and uh, in, in many cases from China, I'm talking about shipments and, uh, and I and to keep something okay, like that Joe. out. I mean, this spread all over the planet. I mean. If, Joe, if it, it doesn't come from a package, we could it say okay. come from a package or a parcel. Right, right. Comes from breathing but, the but air people, of a person. people were getting it all over the planet, and so if we, if a travel ban on China, people coming from it China, would have slowed it, down. It, it would have maybe slowed it down yeah. a bit, but it would that not have kept thing. it from getting here. And Obviously, and once it Joe, got here, Joe, once it got here, Rich, it spread like wildfire in our within in our Joe, communities. We need a history lesson really bad right here. Wasn't okay. this two weeks to flatten the curve? All this bias time for the healthcare system that would have done that. If we would have stopped the travel from China sooner, we would have had more time. So now all of a sudden, my argument from three years ago, you're using on me, saying it wouldn't have made any difference. And ultimately, at the end of the day, it would not have made a difference. But the whole argument from the left is to buy time and flatten the curve in two weeks, and then Trump's this evil guy who caused 500,000 deaths because John is oblivious to reality when he's the guy who wanted to stop the travel, and he did the precious warp speed. So the irony from John every day is just marvelous beyond marvelous. It is okay. so crazy. Well, I don't know that 500,000 deaths can be attributed no, to uh, to Donald know. Trump, that's and that's kind said. of a, a ridiculous statement. And we all, I mean, I I would say that's what that's the world we live in. You you make ridiculous right. outsized statements about your enemies or people you can perceive to be your enemies, and that is the reality that you hope to create in people's minds. And it's unfortunate. Well, I that, hope to uh, not create any alternate realities. I want people to be cognizant of the real reality, and the fact is. The only thing that stops this virus is to not catch it from people, and that's right. social exactly. distancing and that, quarantining. That is the one and only thing that okay. truly guarantees you not to get it. That's okay. it. All right. Well, so the y- best thing yeah. was to travel ban was perfect. That would have if we would have closed the borders, we would have had it so much later on close and farther the borders. on. What is easier. what does that mean, Rich? No, everybody says close so the borders. So, so do we stop all travel, all commerce, everything? We just in in essence build a virtual wall around our they nation. Did that. That, you know, Joe, that was done once oh, at 9 11. Okay. That was yeah. done. Yeah. That How was fun was that? You two. couldn't travel anywhere, and people were stranded all over the but all over the, the place. The name of safety, that, right? Uh, Didn't John right. say how safety is so important? Okay. So why okay, wouldn't Rich. you close okay. the borders for safety? I'm going to close the border. I, I, uh, okay. I love doing that. All right. Wait. I think that's the most ridiculous statement, I have to admit. Close the border. I mean, there, that, that's that's nuts. I mean, we live in a in a on a globe. We and we, and I'm sorry, it's a global community. I'm not sorry. I mean, actually, that's what we happen to live in. And to say that banning somebody to traveling from China, banning people from traveling to from China in 2019 or in 2020 was going to keep the the virus from coming here. It was already here, and it was already spreading. Um, uh, by you know, I just and it, and it would have continued uh, regardless, and it did. So, and, and, uh, just anyhow, let's uh, go on to let's go to Lou in Linden who can tell us why Trump is a great leader. Hi, Lou. Uh, uh, Joe, yeah, Gordon Chang has an article this week in the Epic Times, and Gordon Chang is one of the top experts in America on China and what's going on in China right now. He says that China and Russia have formed an alliance, an alliance to replace the United States of America as the leader in the world. And he says that China, in particular, wants to use military force to neutralize the United States of America. Now, uh, I want to bring up the fact that uh, John doesn't quite get why we need a tough leader at this point in our history. Uh, Ulysses S. Grant and Patton, the General Patton, 
were both very flawed characters. And nevertheless, they helped to win the Civil War and World War II. We need a leader, however flawed in character, like Donald Trump, who will stand up to the terrible, truly evil regime in China that uses uh, harvesting of human organs, oppression, and death camps, um, concentration camps of the Uyghurs and other minorities in China. We're dealing with the most evil regime possibly that's ever existed on planet Earth, the Chinese Communist Party. Well, we don't need a senile old man as president. We need a tough Patton or Ulysses S. Grant type character like Donald Trump. And I'm I'm afraid that American people are sleepwalking into the disaster of nuclear war. Okay. I okay. I'll I I'll I'll leave it at that. I don't have anything to say, I guess, about that other than uh there were regimes in the last century that were committing crimes that were far and above what we ha- have seen being uh comparable committed by the, the Chinese chi- comparable. comparable to the Chinese. Oh so so Nazi Germany, uh Pol Pot, um uh, you know, Stalin yes, the Chinese uh, communists are doing very similar things. Wow, okay. All right. I all right, I guess we need to Thanks, get those Joe. get Talk those exposed exposed more. Thanks, Lou. Appreciate your call. I've got other folks on the line. We got Michael, Mark, Michelle, and we'll hear from you too. Hopefully, here on KG Mike Connects. Back in a moment. Three six zero six seven six five four six four. Hmm. Roof leaking. It would appear the same roof you were going to call Jostin's roofing about last summer. Yeah. Now what? Could you just hand me a mop? Sure. If you think you're going to use it now, or wait till next year. <laughs> Sorry. A leaky roof? It's no laughing matter. Go to JostensRoofing.com to schedule a free estimate. You don't have to wait till summer. Jostens Roofing will keep you dry and leak-free all year long. Spelled like Justins. Visit J-O-O-S-T-E-N-S. JostensRoofing.com. Hi, Marcia Neal with Guided Solutions, here to talk to you about health insurance. Are you looking at retiring soon? Or maybe a change in your employment left you without coverage. Whether it is a plan to go with your Medicare or individual health insurance you need, find out how working with a licensed insurance agent at Guided Solutions can help you navigate the plans available in your area and help you make the right choice for you and your family. Learn more today by calling us at 866-733-5111. At Number One Automotive Body Repair, we know you're a great driver. The creme de la creme, the cream of the crop. Dare we say, F1's 2024 hotshot, but everyone else on the road. They're not you. And when they ruin your day, we're here to help. Bellingham's number one automotive body repair is the premier location for all your collision repair needs. Learn more at number1abr.com. Part of the number one collision group. The latest local news and important topics of the day from the West Mechanical Studio. No gimmicks, just the highest quality systems, 0% interest financing, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Rely on West Mechanical heating, air conditioning, and electrical. Contact them today at westmechanical.net. Get the latest news and information 24-7 with KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. Great to have you with us here on this Wednesday. Let's go to Mark over on Lummi Island. Hi, Mark. Hi, Joe. Um, just real quick, there's a couple of facts I know about um, COVID-19 and, and China. Is One is that Xi Jinping um, gave a speech just simply railing against the sloppy lab practice at Wuhan before this, or as this was just happening or before it. Uh And then number two is once it was found that internally it was against the law to, if you were a resident of Wuhan, to leave that province or state. I'm not sure how they break it down. But, um, and then, but they, they were allowed at the same time to travel internationally. And I just don't see how that couldn't be considered an act of germ warfare. 
straight up. And I feel that they were probably motivated by the fact that they didn't want to be the only country suffering from this, and it would harm them too much to be the only one. I honestly believe that. Hmm. Oh, and then one more fact to just throw in completely on a different thing is the country in the history of the human race that's pumped the most oil in a single year is the United States of America in 2023. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, So I I was talking about that yesterday. (laughs) Yeah. All these lies about... um, about, you know, we're not drilling enough oil. Shoot, we're drilling more than any other country ever has. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, thanks, Mark. Appreciate your You're call. Welcome. All right. Okay, have a great day. You too. Uh, let's go to Michael and Lyndon. Hi, Michael. Hey, Joe, how are you today? I'm doing well. Oh, gosh, John with this COVID stuff again. You know, I always love it when people try to blame Trump for how he handled the virus, but nobody ever wants to talk about how the virus was actually created. Right. They don't want to talk about Dr. Fauci and these risky experiments in a Wuhan China lab that were funded by taxpayer dollars because these same experiments would have been illegal to do in the United States. And the fact that COVID was actually created as a biological weapon by the Department of Defense and Rand Paul has exposed that with the document. Hmm. Now, the thing is, I believe the deep state colluded with China to create and release COVID to make sure that Trump would have a problem that he couldn't deal with in order to remove him from office. Wow. This happened seven months before the election. And what it did... Oh, that seems like a long shot states. plan. I, well, I, right, here we go. Okay. I'll tell you why. All right. Okay. And let me finish and I'll tell uh, you why. Uh, okay. It, what it did is it allowed Democrat governors, because Trump followed the Constitution... Hmm. and allowed states to decide for themselves, do you want a lockdown or do you not want a lockdown? And certain states did not. Florida did not. South Dakota did not. The country of Sweden did not. And now that we look at all the data, we can see that those places actually did the best at the end of the day. That's not true. That's not true, Michael. Now, Sweden Sweden had had higher death rates. Okay. But Florida had a higher death rate than Washington. Uh, You can look at the numbers. It's not, they didn't do better. But go ahead. We we can look at the numbers later. But the fact is, some states provided people with their own choices and freedoms. And other states did not. What they did is they enacted emergency powers. And what these emergency powers did is they allowed swing states to enact vote-by-mail fraud. And that's exactly what happened. That's that's my point. All right. And here's – let me finish. Okay. (laughs) Trump received 67 million votes in the first election. Each and every tracked voter demographic – and what I mean is blacks white, employed, unemployed, college-educated, non-college-educated, female, what have you. Each and every demographic voted in greater numbers for Trump's re-election than they did in his first election. He received 74 million votes instead of just 67 million votes. Mm -hmm. The majority of Americans in every demographic group voted for his re-election. Now, when these lockdowns and mandates happened and Trump did his travel ban, and Rich was wrong a few weeks ago or last week when saying it was unconstitutional, it was ruled unconstitutional by the Fifth Circuit. But if everybody remembers correctly, the Supreme Court ruled that Trump's travel ban was constitutional. Donald Trump has never been ruled unconstitutional by the Supreme Court. Okay. Biden has been ruled unconstitutional over five times during his administration. By the Supreme Court. And again, by the Supreme Court. Okay. These are Biden Biden and Okay, Biden and Okay. But now let's let's go now let's go back to the let's go back now let's go back to the voting numbers. If you recall though, Donald Trump in in, when he was elected in twenty sixteen received of the votes that he did, he also received two million fewer popular votes than his opponent, Hillary Clinton, and then mm-hmm. 7 million fewer popular votes than Joe Biden did in the 2020 election. 
there was there was a greater uh, pop, uh, participation in the vote. I, I mean, are you saying that there was something nefarious going on? I guess, and you're not alone. But uh, you, I mean, you have to Do look you know at the, at the numbers poll, overall. Basically, you know, he, he and basically he came out very close to the same percentage of votes in in each election and, that as he you know and in, in 2020 as he did in 2016. So, I mean, and as a recent poll just showed. One third of Americans believe that Joe Biden was elected with nefarious means. Well, and, you know, and, people uh, only have to look to like Philadelphia well, Congressman right. Ozzie Myers that had a history of ballot stuffing, okay. and or you could read a book called Five Dollars in a Pork Chop Sandwich. Oh, okay, which, okay, which okay, Michael. I, I, in Chicago I don't want to. I don't want to. What wanna... happens in these elections? Joe? Yeah. Oh, that I know. Oh, sure. They they're it's all corrupt. There hasn't There's been an honest. Made about then it. why do we even try? Why you know? Uh, th- I thought America was the great experiment. Our democracy, our ability to elect our leaders, and yet it, it, folks like you just continually rail against the the voting system that that has really buoyed our our democracy and what what we present to the world as as the greatest uh if you know flawed obviously no no government system of government or system of uh, choosing leaders is is uh without flaws but that that this is the best there is and yet it's constantly torn down by at least over the last four years, by folks that voted for the guy who didn't win. I, I but, mean, but back what, in 2016, that... Joe, the Democrats were saying that it was all Russian interference and other things that got Donald Trump elected, and there was a whole bunch of problems. Well, did they all get fixed in four years somehow? The 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 collusion or the the Russian collusion that was looked at as whether or not this actually happened. Uh, there was you know thought you know there was talk of Russian influence, but nobody said you know we've got to we've got so, to attack the Capitol to keep this guy from being uh, inaugurated. Or we so if it happened in 2016, I mean, didn't it happen also in 2012 and 2008? Or did we no. just find out about it in 2016? No, How I mean long has this I was been going on. I, I was 2012. I mean, you know, Barack Obama was reelected in tw- and tw- 2004. Uh, if you were watching the re- election returns that night, it was all hinging on Ohio. Ohio went for George mm-hmm. W. Bush. Boom! George W. Bush was in the White House for another term. That's just that's how elections but, work, and it's and to the, say that they've got to be if my guy doesn't get elected, I think that's just I think it's basically it's just un-American if you say my guy didn't get elected, and so the whole system is corrupt, millions and millions Greg of War? votes. I, 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 what about Gregoire Rossi in Washington State in two thousand and four, right, where Rossi well, was declared well, the that, winner two times well, until to. Christine found some magically found mail-in votes from some service members. That may all or may I, not all I can say about that is that the Republican mm-hmm. who held the Secretary of State's office certified the election. So I we we can re, we'll rehash that forever. I know that. I, keep, I know we will. And all right, Michael. Problem, Thanks. and that's what we're trying to stop, Joe. That's what we're trying to stop. It how, should be one person. How do we vote. do? There how do we paper ballot? Okay. All, well, like we do. We do paper ballots here in this state. Paper ballots. That, that's what we do. That's what we do. France paper got ballots. Rid of all the all the machines. France okay. got rid of all the machines because they could. Okay, Michael. Both. Okay, okay, okay. I, I've given you eight minutes to, to to tell us your thoughts. I'm going to take a quick break. We got Michelle on the line, and we'll hear from Jack as well, and we'll have time to squeeze you in too here on KGMI Connects. I look at the big picture. As a business owner, sometimes we get wrapped up on, well, I'm not going to lose money helping that customer. I'm not going to sit here and say that we satisfy everybody out in the community, but I can go to sleep happy every night knowing that we try really hard to satisfy as many people as we can. Knowing that the community is invested in us, when it comes time to invest in a customer, I have no problem. I have no problem saying, let's make it happen. I've had repairs that, you know, Big high tickets, and I see them the same as if it was a hundred bucks. Because at the end of the day, they trusted us. They gave us an opportunity, and we, we just can't look at it like, um, oh, we're going to lose money in this in this particular customer. Well, no. Let's take take care of them. Let's make sure they're happy. Find new roads at BellinghamChevy.com. 
If you're looking for a new couch, you could cut down on expenses by bundling your car and renter's insurance with Progressive. Because you know you've had this couch for too long. Sure, you've had good times together, but a ripped-up cushion is not a fond memory. It's a sign. Notice how other people have couches with two armrests? Now that's living, right? No, it's just normal. So bundle your renters and car insurance with Progressive and put the savings toward a new couch. Please, it's time. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company coverage provided in service by affiliates and third-party insurers. Not available in all states. What's holding you back from learning the language you've always wanted to know? Too hard. Takes too long. Not with Babbel. Babbel's lessons take just 15 minutes a day. 15 minutes isn't long. Nope, and they're fun. So you don't realize you're learning a language, but you are. In three weeks, you're able to start having conversations. And Babbel's lessons are built around real life. And with Babbel, it isn't hard. It's, it's perfect. perfect. Start learning a new language today. Go to Babbel.com. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Cash in on nostalgia. Barron's historic payback program is back and bigger than ever. Heating, cooling, and more. Save on everything Barron installs. Get $100 towards your new purchase for each year of your equipment's age. That's right. The older the equipment, the more you'll save. So many things get better with age. But unfortunately, your water heater isn't one of them. Until now. During Barron's payback program, you can earn up to $500 on a water heater replacement. And Barron will double that discount for tankless. Spoiler alert. Two lucky customers win free installations, including the customer with the oldest furnace. Heating, cooling, and more. Save on everything Barron installs. Get $100 towards your new purchase for each year of your equipment's age. Good things come to those who wait, but don't wait too long. Call today. Barron's payback program is happening now through January 31st. Barron, your full-service HVAC electrical and plumbing contractor. Our mission, improving lives. No purchase necessary. Visit barronheating.com for details. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. Back to the phones in just a moment. But when it comes to elections, and uh, our previous caller, Michael, was talking about needing uh, paper ballots. Well, you know, and the, the courts have upheld that states determine how they run their own elections. And, uh, I mean, we've heard a lot about states' rights and states being able to determine who would be open during the pandemic? Who would be closed during the pandemic? Okay. Or uh, when it, you know, the Supreme Court said states will decide whether or not abortion will be legal within their borders. And so states, when it comes to federal elections, they, they decide how their elections within the state will be run. And then that's, we have to live with it. The rest of us, we don't have a say in how uh, they run their elections in, say, Georgia or Arizona or California or what have you, but let's go back to the phones and Michelle has been holding on. Hi, Michelle. Hi, Joe. Just wanted to wish you the happiest new year. And possible. you too. Thanks. Thank you. And I also think that this year, boy, show today is great. This year is going to be, I think, possibly the most chaotic year in the history of the United States when it comes to uh, elections and politics and current events and things like that. Well, in, I think we, it's be in, a, in modern history, anyway, you know, I mean, we, well, yeah, I mean, it's hard to go. Well, I don't think it's pertinent to go back to too far back because the world of 200 years ago was vastly different than today. I mean, not even remotely close. And, True. you know, even 100 years ago was quite different. And uh-huh. I'm just saying that, um, and I grew up with a lot of people who I actually had a great grandfather who fought in the Civil War. And, you know, I grew up with a lot of people who remembered World War One and even the Civil War. And, you know, it's just amazing. But anyway, I just want to say my main theme of what I thought about talking about, John inspired me to call, as he does sometimes. <laughs> and I will say one thing, even though I've never been a Trump fan and I'd prefer to have somebody like Nikki Haley serve as president if a, if a Republican was to get elected, I, I mean, I, at this point, I, I could still vote for either party as long as there was a moderate person on one side or the other, or relatively moderate anyway. I would never vote for a far-right or far-left person, especially a far-left person. I consider the far-left the far-left, not just Democrats. The far-left is the greatest evil in the entire history of the United States. Okay. But anyway, anyway, what I wanted to say, and I'm trying not to use eight minutes, uh, <laughs> what I wanted to say yeah, was okay. that— 
the 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 uh, barriers or ban- or lines we draw in our conversations with other people are so varied. I mean, one person can't stand talking to gay gay women like me. Another person can't stand talking to various religions. Another person can't stand po- political opponents. I had a conversation the other day with a guy who called me all kinds of names for condemning Hamas, and he was all for Hamas killing as many Jews as possible. And, you know, and all I could tell him was, well, I'll listen to you if you want to talk about it, but I don't think we could ever be friends. Mm-hmm. And he, he said, oh, you're the scum of the earth. And, you know, that's what he called me. And I, I all I did was, I mean, what am I supposed to do? I, I can't beat up a man anyway unless it, <laughs> I use my martial arts skills, and they're a little eroded by now. But it's um, one of those things that, that um, I think it's very, very important for us to know our lines, know our barriers, know our our fences, and you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. And it, it's uh, but at the same time, I I don't automatically exclude somebody. The, the only thing I will, and I'll be the first to admit. I utterly despise Islamic terrorists. I consider Islam, and not peaceful Islam, but Islam in the terrorists, the warlike Islam, to be the, the most despicable thing on the face of the earth. And I always have. I felt that way from my childhood. And and the thing is, I have known too many people who've suffered at the hands of, of uh, warlike Islamic people. But at the same time... Uh, there are great people in all categories, all races, all groups, and I think we need – I hate identity politics, and I, I just despise it. And okay. I would love to see people understand that, yes, you can make a line in the sand for your own personal life, but don't assume so many things about everybody else in the world. Try to have a reasonably open mind as regards, you know, at least talking to people and trying to understand their viewpoint, whether you agree with it or not. Okay. Try to try that's, to grasp it, okay? And let's, that's uh, all for now. But thank you, Joe. You, Take care. You bet, Michelle. Thank you. And I think that uh, what Michelle just said will help to make for a, a, a little less chaotic uh, 2024. Uh, let's go to Jack in Bellingham. Hi, Jack. Hey, how you doing? I'm doing all right. Yeah, thinking about so, Je- Jethro me, Tull. What do you know about Je- <laughs> exactly. What do you know about Jethro Tull? Oh uh, boy, they were. That was the first real rock concert I ever went to. Was Jethro Tull? And watched Ian Anderson play the electric flute. Uh-huh. But I'm talking about Jethro Tull, the real guy. He was oh, a sociologist. Yeah. Lived lived back in the uh, he 17th was a, century. An agricultural guy too. You it, better believe it. Yeah. Yeah. And he is single-handedly responsible by teaching people to quit with the spring cleaning mindset where they would bring the animals in to the house during the wintertime uh-huh. and they cast them out during the springtime. He decided that if they built barns, houses for animals, they uh-huh. wouldn't have to go through the spring cleaning and most of the people wouldn't get sick like they were getting oh, every winter. Okay. And so his uh, push for BART extended the life expectancy greater than any medical advancement in the history of the world. Hmm. Interesting. I'm kind of losing you a little bit, Jack. You're breaking up, but... I I'd, I'd like to I'd like to learn more, but I I'm I'm losing your call. But um, I I think I get what you're t- talking about that that major gains like that just can and separating humans from animals and in that respect could uh, make for a much healthier environment for 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 the people and the animals. I suspect. But um, thanks, Jack. Uh, call back when you got a better signal, and we'll talk more about it. But uh, interesting. Hmm. I did not know that about Jethro Tull, that he was the guy who said, build barns, keep the animals out the house, and you'll be healthier. It'll be be better for everyone. Let's go to Doug in Birch Bay. Hi, Doug. Hey, hi, Joe. Yeah, I wanted to follow up on Michael's call. Okay. Um, sure. Yeah, just, I think his point is, you know, there, there's, some, there's some kind of odd things that happened during the 2020 election, and I know you, you seem interested in just 
putting it behind us, right? I mean, forget about it, you know, and, and, and well, every, yeah, I, <laughs> I think it would make sense to put it behind us because every every investigation or every uh, look at the the election found that it was a, was a reliable result, and it it happened. And wouldn't it be better for the nation if we did just move on from it and quit this uh, uh, just well, impugning might, our our electoral system? It might be better if we did a little more thorough investigation, right? I mean, because my understanding from the 2016 election is that Hillary lost in Wisconsin and some of those other swing states because she didn't go there. She didn't campaign in those states, mm-hmm. right? Well, not, I don't so, know that Joe you Biden, can say. Go, yeah, well, okay, well, go that's, ahead. That's what I recall. That's what I recall hearing, okay? You can, you can argue with that later. But Joe Biden, he didn't campaign anywhere. <laughs> he spent the whole... He spent the whole campaign season in his basement, from what I heard, right? So the guy didn't campaign anywhere, right? And and yet he got, what, 15,000 or 15 million more votes than Hillary did? Uh, it seems a little weird, you know, that that would happen. Um, but ironically, the, the Trump team paved the way for, for Joe Biden to, to not campaign anywhere, which is unfortunate. And I, I think it would be kind of funny if, you know, Trump were to win from a prison cell in 2024. Wouldn't that be kind of funny? It would be unusual. But I think what you have to remember, too, I mean, I mean, that's that's anecdotal, though, that Biden didn't go out and campaign. I mean, because you look at Donald Trump, Donald Trump held the. Well, well, but my point is anecdotal. How's it anecdotal? Where did he campaign? Well, Donald Trump didn't do that much personal campaigning. He did some he did some rallies, but look what happened. They ended up being in many cases super spreader events of the the virus that was running rampant at the time. I mean, and then people took a, I think maybe people took a lesson from that. I mean, he had a gathering at the White House with a new uh, justice to the Supreme Court, and that turned into a super spreader event. I mean, there was a lot going on back then, and and you can't you can't judge a, a, the outcome of a, an election by campaign events or yard signs. I don't know what you. I mean, I just recall you know Hillary lost those swing states because she chose not to go there. You know, but anyway, it, it's not anecdotal unless you can tell me where Biden campaigned. I mean, how's well, it anecdotal? Well, what you're just anecdotal? assuming that a few campaign events, because Donald Trump campaigned here in our backyard, but he didn't carry Washington or even close to it in, in either well, election. So, I mean, just maybe can't... Maybe I misunderstood be. you. Maybe I misunderstood you. I thought you were saying it was anecdotal that that he campaigned, that he didn't campaign. Oh, oh I, see I see what you mean. No, 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 I'm not that, saying that, but, I, but I'm, I'm saying that... But assuming that because he didn't campaign at live events, that that would have cost him the election in those places. But right, right. All right, Doug. Well, I'm out of time. I appreciate your call and appreciate everybody's calls today. Uh, lively discussion for sure. And we'll have another one tomorrow at four o'clock right here on KGMI Connects. Hope you have a great rest of your Wednesday. 